0: You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap On Desert Rock FM 96.5 Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Advocate Bulletin There's a fucking lot going on in the world There's Mardi Gras happening in Sydney Queensland South how these Queensland is uh, equally as wet And Stan Grant
1: is stomping all over free speech Yeah gone on. on the ABC Can't have a controversial opinion anymore no. apparently No, unless it's the ABC's opinion. It's the wrong opinion. Have
2: Sky and stuff got hold of that yet or what?
1: Probably. I don't know. I haven't watched Sky News for you know, since the last time I was at a regional New South Wales McDonald's where they fair enough. Play it on repeat. It's in my elevator on the way up at home, so I see it all the time.
0: Oh, aren't but you yeah, living well, mate? Jeez, maybe we're paying you a bit too much. <laughs> I'm Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Avenue. I'm joined by Errol Parker, editor-at-large, and Wendell Hussey, the bloke who apparently has a TV in the lift of his apartment. We well, know the lobby, the lobby. Okay, all right. Um,
1: yeah, no, I, I, know, I just have a bunch there? of unclaimed mail because I live in a halfway house. So people move out of there when they, you know, leave jail or their wives leave them. So in my foyer and my lift, which is the stairs, there's just unclaimed mail and a bunch of really depressed
0: middle-aged men. And some sweet, sweet courier mail. Yeah,
2: but it's been a pretty big seven days, hasn't it, Clancy? Um, Since we were last sitting in here, things looked remarkably different seven days ago to what they do now.
1: Yeah, who knows? We might not be here in a week. We could be ant poo somewhere.
2: Yeah, we could. So I think we'll start off with our first story, which kind of sums up the feeling and where we're at. And it's a headline that reads like this. Report, fuck
0: me, it never ends. Yes, this one was published on Sunday when it became apparent what the likes of Queensland, South East Corner and New South Wales's Northern Rivers and greater Mid-North Coast were in for. After three years of relentless bushfires, pandemics, nuclear warnings, major global conflicts and blowout scores against the Broncos... The record-breaking rainfall confirmed that places like Brisbane and Lismore were fucking flooding
1: again. Yeah, awful scenes coming out of the regions. But unfortunately, our Prime Minister was unavailable due to the fact that this major disaster was taking place on a weekend and he had plans to meet up with the walking heart attack, Chode. Uh, His English, his name's Piers Morgan, uh, to talk about cancel culture. And cricket as well. And opposition leader Anthony Albanese
2: was also unavailable as well unfortunately he had an unmissable cocktail party at
0: Lisa Wilkinson and Peter Fitzsimons house so the saga of drama yeah. and incompetent leadership continues are you, yeah, wait, are you are you team Stan Grant or team Peter Fitzsimons because you know that they're secretly enemies
2: yeah yeah team Stan Grant for sure what about
0: uh, you 100% no but look that party that
1: Albo went to was you know that sounds like one hell of a key party I'll tell you what a lot of chortling yeah
2: now there has been a major takeaway from this recent week of natural disasters it's been confirmed that Australia is starting to think that burning fossil fuels at an accelerating rate for 200 years is actually a bad idea.
1: Yes, believe it or not, with a vast majority of the New South Wales the northern rivers and southeast Queensland battling never-ending storms and floods. The reef is in the midst of yet another potentially irreversible bleaching event, and half the nation is still reeling from getting burnt to the ground by record-breaking bushfires 18 months ago. Australians are starting to question
0: everything our government and the Murdoch newspapers have told us about climate change. Yes, it's now being considered a possibility that any politician who wants to take action on protecting the planet from man-made environmental damage might not be a secret communist who loathes the idea of Australians having a decent economy. It's turning out that this climate change thing might actually be ruining people's lives and is something that might be time to act on. Yeah, Chris Glasby was in the comment section of that one
2: saying that it's not Australia's fault they hadn't clued on. He said that he wishes there was some kind of science that could have measured all this and forewarned us what was about to happen. Now, a positive story, and it's about Scotty from Marketing suddenly testing positive to COVID just as all the hard work begins.
1: Yeah, with the Mud Army taking to the streets to begin a lengthy cleanup, Scotty from Marketing coincidentally tested positive for COVID-19. We haven't seen the official text messages from New South Wales Health, but it's 100% legit, apparently, and it is nothing to do with the fact that he might have to roll up the sleeves and get a bit of work done. Yeah, or get a bit of mud on his clothes. Now, he has been isolating
2: at home with a bit of wee bowling but it's left a real leadership void in Parliament this week, Clancy, hasn't it?
0: It has. We broke a few exclusive stories on this one. With Scotty out of action during a week where hundreds of thousands of Aussies were trying to pick up whatever pieces they could in the flood-ravaged regions, the government wasn't able to find a Prime Minister. Barnaby Joyce, the Deputy PM, apparently tried to chop his finger off and successfully did so with a circular sword. Dutton tried to join the International Ukrainian Defence Battalion and Josh Frydenberg came down with a real bad case of tennis elbow, ruling them all out of acting pm And of course, the eight female ministers in Scott Morrison's cabinet all threw their hands up. But uh, Scotty's angels were turned down, unfortunately, because they uh, lack uh, experience, uh, according to the Morrison government power
1: Well, it's probably a good thing that he's playing wee Bowling because when Kevin Rudd was seen wading through the floodwaters in 2011, he got wee Bum from all the germs.
0: Well, you know what? He didn't get tinnier because he was wearing the ever-reliable, and this is not a sponsor, the ever-reliable Dunlop K26. Well, they don't make them
1: anymore and, and Dunlop's owned by, I think it's... Chinese-Russian consortium now, so you you shouldn't be buying Dunlops. Yeah, that'd be boycotted for sure. All right, let's change pace for our final
2: story. And we've got a new study which has revealed the reason behind people leaving Sydney.
1: It's been revealed that they are leaving in droves because it's a massive shithole. Yeah, the recent exodus from the Southern Hemisphere's largest open-air sewer had demographers trying to work out what the hell was going on. Initially, the theory had been that the Pangolin's Revenge had caused the mass migration out of the harbour hellhole, but Clancy, that's no longer the case.
0: No, finally we have concrete evidence about why this new trend of decentralisation has emerged. It's actually because Sydney is a fucking shithole. That's according to a report released by the Queensland government in this study, and I quote, our survey found that a lot of people are fed up with living in Sydney because there's too many fucking people everywhere, and it's a fucking expensive, and it's chock full of fucking assholes. I can almost hear those words
1: coming out of Anastasia Palaszczuk's mouth.
2: And we'll finish up with a comment that might make you ponder from Paul Haynes. He says, Sydney is a business enterprise. You're not an owner in that business. Your purpose is simply to pay for it. Shithole is a kind description. That's where we'll leave it for this week. Bye bye. All
1: right. Up yours, Paul.